0: Head shall not lack oil. Your hands shall receive wealth. Your feet shall receive speed. Your hand on your chest say, I'm too anointed to be disappointed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I am the head and not the tail. Therefore, I'll never, never fail. One day. Hallelujah. We began a few weeks ago our series on becoming a strong Christian we looked at what it means to become a strong Christian and the first thing we spoke about was that every strong Christian has developed a deep relationship with God and with the things of God a deeper understanding of the things of God beyond what meets the eye and i said that um i would pick each of these and we would deal with them in detail now to develop a deeper relationship with god two things have to happen number one you need to develop deep roots in his word somebody say deep roots or somebody shouts deep roots um the other thing is that you need to be filled. If you placed a barrel on the sea, what is likely to happen is that it would float on top of the water. Why? Because it is not dense enough to go deep into the water. Now, if you pack it with heavy stones, what is going to happen? it will start sinking deeper. If you pack it with feathers, what's going to happen? It will still float. Because though you have filled it, the substance with which you have filled it with will not cause it to be deep. And so next week or or the weeks after, I'll be dealing with being filled and what you need to be filled with. But today we'll be dealing with developing the roots, developing a deeper relationship through developing your roots in the word. Luke 8, Luke chapter 8 from verse 4 to 8. Luke 8 from 4 to 8. Luke 8 from 4 to to 8. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake to them a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and fowls of the air devoured it. Go back to five, please. Go back to five, please. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. If the Bible is just underline wayside, the first place that the seed fell was the wayside. And the Bible says it was trodden down, and fowls of the air devoured it. If the Bible is just underline fowls of the air, and make note of these things in your notebook. Six. And some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it was sprang up, it withered because it lacked moisture. The Bible is yours. Underline upon a rock, and make note of same in your notebook. Three, um, seven. And some fell among thorns. Bible is yours. Do same. Underline thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. Eight. And others, and other fell on good ground. Somebody say, good ground. Oh, come on, shout it, good ground. For the last time, say, good ground. Okay. The other fell on good ground and sprang up and barefoot with an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Eleven. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive, hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root for which... Uh, Which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. Scripture is just underline no roots. Underline these have no roots. 14. And, uh, And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection fifteen finally but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart having heard the word keep it and bring forth fruit with patience amen we come into contact with this portion of scripture known as the parable of the sower interestingly jesus speaks or tells this parable to his disciples and Two verses down, he takes his time to break it down and explain to them what each and every element of the parable means. Now he starts by saying a, a sower has a seed and is going around to sow the seed. And we find that there are four different grounds on which the seeds fall. One of the things that caught my eye in this portion of Scripture is that first of all, strangely or oh, Intriguingly, majority of the ground is bad ground. I don't know if some of you saw it too. 75% of all the ground is bad ground. Out of the four, three of them are ground that are not fruitful. That must tell you that even though we are all gathered here and the word of the Lord is coming and the seed of the word is being sown, could it be that 75% of us gathered here represent bad ground? Can I go there now? (laughs) Now that must tell you that irrespective of the efficacy or inherent power of the word, the word by itself will accomplish nothing except it falls on a ground that is fertile enough to cause it to spring forth and produce fruits. All of them, all these grounds, the wayside, the rock, the thorns, and the good ground, all of them were exposed to the same quality of seed by the sower all of them were exposed to the same sowing technique by the sower and yet the outcome was not the same because it was the ground that determined what was to be produced that is why it is possible that the same word that is preached from the pulpit will cause a miracle to find somebody in the same week and yet others will go through that same week and come out with nothing but I pray for you that you will be a good ground that as the word of the Lord is falling not only would you bear fruit but you will bear much fruit to the glory of the Lord somebody shout I am the one, I am the, one. the Bible said the first ground is the wayside wayside 12 how did he explain the wayside He said, these are those, go to 12, please. These are those that that are by the wayside. They hear the word, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Hebrews 4.2 says, the devil will come, and strangely, he uses the beds of the air, or the fowl came, and the fowl came to pick the seed. Now, throughout scripture, the devil is known as the prince of the power of the air, and so it is it wasn't um, strange that Jesus then was saying that the fowl is a representation of the devil because it is possible that the word is planted, and the fowls of the air will come and plant the word. why so that you will not believe because when a man believes the Word of God, the man is simply unstoppable when a man comes into contact with the Word and he is he has the grounds to believe it, there is nothing that can stop the manifestation of that word. Now, the Bible says in Hebrews 4 2 that for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. That must tell you that there is profit to be gained from the word of God. There is something good to be gotten from the word of God. And I pray for you, whatever profit is in the word, may it find you and find your family in the name of Jesus. That as you are seated here and you are hearing God's word, may it produce something on your inside. The Bible says, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith, with in them that heard it in order for the word to profit and the word to be fruitful, it must be mixed with faith. And the devil knows, and that is why the Bible says, when the when the seed was planted, he will now go and steal it from their hearts and prevent them from believing. Because once they believe, that will, it will be too late to do anything about it. Hallelujah. There are many people who will hear the word all right, but it will mean nothing to them, they will hear the word of the Lord, all right but their belief systems are questionable. Last week I was preaching, um, when I was preaching the spirit of the Lord, and I was telling you that, listen, there are dimensions that explain results and successes in life. That many, even many wealthy people, they will keep telling you that I used to sell this, and I used to do that, and I used to do that. I used to sell kebab, and I used to sell cassettes. But today I am here. Do you know the number of people who have sold kebab and are still selling cassettes? Some are experts. Now they have, trans- they have migrated from cassette to CD and they have migrated from CD to putting their copyrighted songs on pen drives. They are just going with the times and the seasons, and somebody else says, I used to do it, now I am here. And you think that simply by going to going to sell cassette also you can get to where he is. There is a missing ingredient they are not telling you. There is a dimension to their operation they have not told you about. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so when I hear people all the time talk about, you know, people have to be hard-working and people have to work hard, and stop all these spiritual matters, what I tell them is, do you know that, the number of hard working people who are still broke that must tell you that it takes more than just hard work to do well in life, there is a dimension of success which is pure grace and favor. And when the grace of the Lord finds you through His word, it produces in you profit. Somebody shout, Yes, yes. are you hearing what I'm saying? Otherwise, if you don't catch the revelation in some of these things, you will work hard and there'll be nothing very little for, for you to, to, to show for, amen. There'll be very little. There's, a, there's some wedding that went on this week that has broken the Ghana internet. Broken Ghana internet. Many people have lowered their expectation of wedding for, for their own lives because of somebody's wedding. Hallelujah. And so, for what pain me the most is that some people too are jealous. The thing is paining them. You say, oh, all this is vanity. They won't hear. I said, calm down. <laughs> you see, he said, the thing safe, is not nice. I said, ah, it's not nice. Eh? I, I I was telling someone, I said, wealth is vanity. I said, poverty is vanity. Choose your vanity. Hallelujah. No, wealth is vanity. It's awful. What's the McLaren more vanity? What's the bicycle also vanity? What are you choosing Choose your vanity and let's move on in peace. But what you you need to understand, there is a dimension. That is why certain people will pass certain places and do certain things. And for us, we have, by God's grace, the finished work of Christ. His blood that was shed has opened us up to certain dimensions in God. All it takes is for us to believe and work with him. The Bible says something. it It is God that gives the power to get wealth, which means that for a man to even work in dimensions of wealth, he must have received power. Salary is not enough. I want to preach that one too. The word fell on wayside, wayside, wayside. Somebody can be sitting in church in his body, but he's on the wayside. He's on the wayside. You're making prophetic declarations. And I was like, "Mm, mm, wait, mm, this thing. Next week, somebody will come and give a testimony and say, ah. Last week, Apostle said this and declared that, and it has happened. There was a time last year or so, I was declaring that during the half-minute, I ah, said, I am seeing somebody just getting a car. We were here the same a few months later or so. Um, Where is Jennifer? Jennifer came. said, My sister was, just received a call. When he, she went, um, they said, This is your car, key, brand new car. I declared as I'm seeing somebody walking into a house they didn't pay for. Somebody just came to church, said, I, my, I received a call from my grandmother. She has given me a house in that. So I went to Pastor Riafi to go and pray over the house. There are dimensions. Look, people will mix it with faith. Look, what do you have to lose if you believe it? What do you have to lose? Jesus looks at Peter and says, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And I've been thinking for a while, and I said, why would a man who's so skill set in life is fishing? Just leave everything. He had been complaining to Jesus that I have toiled all night and caught nothing. And Jesus you know, told him to cast your net to the other side, and you, there's a great cut for you. And there was so much cut, the Bible said that his ship was even sinking. His his friends had to come, so he put some in theirs, and even theirs were also sinking. And after all this record breaking, bountiful dimensions of increase, Jesus says, Leave everything and follow me. If it were you, what would you do? Now, if if you make it you see and that is at first i didn't understand why would peter just leave everything and follow him then the thing hit me i said a man that can give you fish of this quantity who says follow me can give you more than what he just gave you i understood how peter was thinking because if you could give me fish of this quantity right now and you are asking me to follow you then i will follow you with everything because what you have done for me today the same grace is still available to do even more That is why at a point Peter came to him and said, Master, we have been following you for all these years. What is in it for us? He said, What is in it for us? Then Jesus said, There is no man that has left family, house, wife, children, and has followed me that will not receive in this world. In this world, first, in this world. I pray for you that when when you brood on the word of God when you put on the word, may you mix it with faith and may it produce substance for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Many people have a casual approach to the word of God. Casual approach. Listen, everything that you approach casually will be of null effect in your life. Anything that you don't value in your life cannot increase. Anything that you don't value, that you don't honor, it cannot increase. And that is why when people dishonor their wives, they will have problem in marriage. You can't have peace. When you dishonor your husband, you can't have peace. When you respect an anointing, it can work for you. Whatever you honor, it becomes, it becomes magnified in your life. That's why I'm sad for the people who have seen nice wedding and nice cars, and their hearts cannot be happy. It explains why they are where they are, and why they remain where they are. I feel like going there now hallelujah yeah it explains whatever you honor and so if you honor the word of the Lord and you approach it beyond the casual dimension of operation it will work for you maybe we just wake up and they are reading how Abraham met Sarah it's like a storybook the the revelation behind the word is lost on them amen the revelations behind the word. Too many people want to be casual Christians, nominal Christians, Christians, part-time Christians, Christians only in name. There are many people, the only time they are Christians is when they are feeling a form. Religion. Oh, Christian. That is the only time. But the practicality of the work with God is lost on them. See, there is no No way you can see God and experience God in a certain way and be and have the same level of conviction. When you encounter God, your conviction changes. Everything about your system changes. You understand that everything is possible. That is why for me, I know that everything is possible. Somebody say, everything. Everything is possible. I have seen things that has told me and taught me that everything is possible. I was asking a few people in a certain church I went to preach for. I said, okay, okay, the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. I said, I picked a, a man. I said, how, how tall are you? I said, I'm six feet. I said, okay, can you become seven feet right now? The whole church said, hmm, how, why? I said, you see, that is the casual thing I'm talking about. I'm not coming to pray for him to become seven feet. But your mind's already rejected the idea that this one is possible. When the word says all things are possible. So when you open up your that you wake up and you can't even explain. Hallelujah. Too, too, too many casual Christians. Too many. Tap, tap your neighbor, ask, Are you a casual Christian? Are you a wayside Christian? Yeah. Yeah. number two it fell on rocks it fell on rocks and 13 says it has no root. 13. thank you holy spirit they on the rock are they which when they hear the word they receive the word with joy and these have no root for which a, for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away in time of temptation fall away Job 14 79 says those who represent the rock, they will hear the word there's so much joy, I mean these are the kinds of people when, when you are preaching there's excitement, there is, there's joy, some of them will be on their feet, you know what I'm talking, have you seen those people before? it's like, it's like, it's like they make you question your Christianity but what did they hear that is making them stand and lift their hands and you are still seated and, and many of these guys will be shouting and screaming but give them three hours after church and it's almost as if the same speed with which the word entered, it has exited for there is hope watch this, there is hope for, of a tree if it be cut down that it will sprout again and that the tender brand thereof will not cease What is this hope though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die in the ground, nine, yet through the scent of water it will bud and it will bring forth bows like a plant. Now, Job is saying something. He said, this tree, that looks like it is dead. Even though the roots are old and they are in the ground, even though everything around the stalk and everything looks like it is dead. Yet, just at the scent of water, it will begin to sprout up again. Why? Because its roots, though old, are still intact. If you, want to, if you want to deal with a tree and you just cut it at the stem, you have done nothing. Because over time, it will still keep coming back again. But if you uproot it from the ground, then you would have dealt with it. And that is why the roots are very important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only thing that will test your your depth or your roots in the word is temptation, is trials, is issues, is time. Whenever a man says I love you for example, give him time. Let time test it. Let time prove it. Let time, the winds, the fire and the issues of time, let it come and test it and let's see whether the roots are strong enough. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, and, and, and it says when just at the scent of water it will come back up again I was speaking to a lady the other day and this is somebody who by God's grace through our ministry found her way back to God and found her way back to Christ and she's preaching all around and um, but I mean she, she, all this chilling and all this nightclub and all these things and I was speaking to her recently, and I said do you know what caused you to come back In your mind, you think it was this ministry. That's 50%. What caused you to come back is the seed that was sown in you when you were a child, in God. Are you with me now? That seed that was sown, though nobody could see it, it was just waiting for the right scent of water to sprout back again. That's why the Bible says, teach a child the way he should go. Listen, we are our children, we are planting seeds into them. And some of them are, are growing roots deep into the ground. A time will come, maybe secondary school, maybe university, maybe JSS. Some of them may miss their way. But as long as the root is intact, a time is coming when at the scent of water, they will come back to church. Hallelujah. They will come back. Why? Because a root is intact. For a tree, winds blow. You can't stop it it will rain it will snow things will happen but over time those whose roots are strong and are firm, they will still be there there are many trees in this world some of them are like hundred years old and they are still there hallelujah I was reading about why some trees shed their leaves in, in certain seasons especially in the foreign countries Particularly prior to winter and all that. And I learned that the trees do that to survive. They intentionally shed their leaves because winter is coming. And they, will not have, they don't have enough water as it is. So they need to release the leaves so they can survive through the period. And so you will meet them at that season and they don't look nice because they they are all wood and branches and there's no leaf or flower on it. They have shed everything. Have you seen those things before? But you leave the same tree there, give it a few seasons. When you come back and see it in another season where rain is falling and where they have the proper sunlight you suddenly see leaves all over it you see flowers all over it why because even in the days when the leaves were out the roots were still intact and so when the proper season came the fair weather came it had what it took to come back to life and i came to tell somebody people look at you today and they don't seem to see any leaves and they don't seem to see any flowers you don't look like an attractive tree at all and they look like what can be done with this. Is could anything good come out of Nazareth? But what they don't know is that your roots are still intact. And as long as your roots are intact, when the rain falls and when the sun comes, I see your leaves coming back up, and I see your flowers coming. Those that rejected you in the seasons of tough times are coming back with regrets in the season of fair weather. Somebody shout, "That is my story." Hallelujah. There are others who are on rock. So they can't develop deep roots, they cannot, because they are on rocks. Their roots are not deep. You let the wind blow now, it will fall, it will, they will Have you seen a wind blowing and, and trees falling before? Yeah. But while some trees are falling, others are still there. They are both encountering the same level of intensity from the wind. And that is why the Bible says, look at this. Oh thank you holy spirit. Put this up from 1st Corinthians 10:13. 1st Corinthians 10:13. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is Talk to me what word is that? God is God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. This is what God is saying. Okay. When you buy a laptop, it usually comes with a power cable. Unless you go to circle and you do swap. But if you buy Dell or Apple, brand new, it will always come with a power cable. And so you plug the power cable into the power source, connect it to the laptop, and voila, you have power in there. Hallelujah. And they come together. When you buy your phone, it comes with a charger so that when the power is drained, you just connect it to a power source, and you can you know, you know, bring the, the battery back up. They come together. And this is what God is saying, that... He is faithful, so that with the temptation, says what? But will with the temptation also make a way of escape? So he's giving you a bundle that, whilst the temptation is coming, he's adding a way of escape to it. Just like the phone comes with a charger, your temptation comes with a way of escape. So two things: one, he says he will not allow you to go through what you cannot handle. And two, when it is even coming, there is a way of escape attached to it. But people whose roots are not deep, the next trial or temptation that comes, they are gone. Because they can't even see that there is an open door of escape. They They are too focused on the size of the Goliath without recognizing the size of the Lord of hosts behind them. And that is what happens when you are too focused on what your eyes can see. Because if you are David and you are standing before a Goliath, and you you rely solely on what your eyes are telling you, you'll be defeated even before the battle starts. But you need to understand that whilst he is physically present and your eyes can see him, there's a dimension of this battle that is beyond what your eyes can see. And that is in the spirit, such that you can take a stone, And by spiritual influences, you throw it and it hits him and he cannot recover. A man who has sustained perhaps sword and fear injuries and he's still standing. Hallelujah. Now tell somebody, you are focusing too much on what your eyes can see. It says two. Those are those. The rock, plant the seed falls. It, it, it is it is okay for a while. You, you see fruit for a while, but when when issues start rising, you won't see them again. It is trials that come to test a man's faith. Archbishop says something. He said faith that is not tested cannot be trusted. You say you have faith. You have faith. We have to test our faith. Abraham, you love me. Yes sir. Okay, pick your son, go and kill him. See, when you read the story, it sounds so simple. It sounds so easy. When you see your child going go, going close to fire, what do you do? Start screaming. At this one God says, bring your son, sacrifice him. Prove your love. And he was ready and willing to do it. It's so, Daniel, you have, been, you, have, you, have, you have been arrested and part of the slaves. They've, they've taken you to a, a Babylon, somebody else's land. And yet, he says, we will not defile ourselves with a portion of it. What kind of faith is this? That even in a foreign land, you still remember that you have a God, that you have to be faithful Many of us are in our Babylon experiences and we have forgotten everything about where we are coming from. Mm, I feel like going there. Just because we are looking for a job and we are in hardship in Babylon, we are forgotten everything that we were taught and everything that we have experienced in God. Just because we want to go back to school, somebody is offering you a shortcut, which is, which is nice. Nobody will see it. Pastor won't see it. my sister was telling me just this was Friday. Friday. Somebody was helping her to get a job somewhere. And the person said everybody, this person is one of the people in government, everybody even his own friends that he will go to and tell them to open this door and give her a job. All of them, every single one of them asked him, is she willing to sleep with me first? Every single one of them. That is why, listen, people in church, we must desire to rise. You are not hearing me. We must desire to rise. Because if you make a mistake and you don't rise, your child is going to university. After school, she's looking for a job. Some satanic CEO is sitting somewhere who will say, sleep with me before I give you a job. Number three. So we have done wayside. We have done rock. Number three. The thorns. The thorns. The thorns. Fourteen. Fourteen. The thorns. And that which fell among thorns are they, which when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of life and bring forth no fruit to perfection. They are choked by three things. Choked by... Cares. Cares means demands of life. Cares means the issues and the vicissitudes of life. Cares means things that men are looking for to survive this life. Hey, I keep telling people, do you know that living in Ghana is hard? Except the Lord be with you. I'm telling you, if you bring somebody who has stayed, let's say, in, in a foreign land, America, Canada, all their life. And you come and push them in this place. And say, live here. They will run away. Because here, if you collapse, except the Lord is with you. If a car knocks you, except the Lord is with you. Hallelujah. You enter your own house for light you are, you are paying yourself. for it. They have decided when it will come and when it won't come. You, water won't flow for one month and they'll bring you Bail. Bail. For the water that it didn't flow. Amagana. And so, cares, there are things in this world that can choke the word of God, that can prevent it from, from, from growing and germinating the lives of men. Thank God that it didn't only say cares, then it says riches. Because you can be so rich also that it chokes you and chokes the word of God. I have seen that and I preach in different places. The, the, the more richer a country is, the less likely they, they will be godly. The, rich of, the richer a country is, the less likely they will care about God or the things of God. Because if you fall down, an ambulance will come and take care of you. Where do you need God from? What oh dear, brother, brother can I cannabis trust you all? Taxi, car, oonja, taxi. And look at it all. Far better to be one person. Hallelujah! It is in this country you can go to a police station to go and report, and the person you are reporting is the friend of the police officer. Where the uncle be? Yeah, man, how? I say, man, how? I saw for anamebwa. Ah, I say, way, way, oh, way. Odiye, baby, man, anamunka. Where the uncle be? Yeah, The guy has. Watch all the police stations in Adenta, Medina, Lago, everywhere. Everywhere you go, they know you. One person. You say, you say what? Ghana. Except the Lord builds the house, the builder builds, but in vain. Hallelujah. Then it says pleasures. So apart from wealth and riches, the third dimension that chokes the word among those who are in tongues is pleasures. Eniji. I was driving with my wife. I saw some banner somewhere. Obsidian. Wild Valentine. Now if you see the pictures on the billboard, I said, that's right. This is wild. This is wild. Yeah. There are certain places in Ghana. If you go and pass there, you'll be surprised that this this place is also part of Ghana. Pleasures. People, People are too... Are too concerned about pleasure that it chokes the word. I just say I'm fair, say you prison do hallelujah. Yeah, some of the young ones who have bought cars fresh everywhere they are there. That's why your car is delaying you. Know? God knows your heart. God knows <laughs> that once the car comes the lift will be given to church girls Hey, what are you talking about hallelujah so cares riches pleasures they choke the work and prevent it from bearing fruits cares One thing i've come to understand is that listen worrying it doesn't do jack to your situation i know you have heard it before but it needs to sink in and synchronize with your thought process that worrying does nothing to your life it does nothing it makes you moody it impacts your ability to be um efficient at work it impacts everything about you when you are worried Hallelujah. The Bible says, be careful for nothing but with prayer and supplication. Make your request known unto God. What it won't do, tell somebody worrying won't help. Or we'll tell another it won't help. Cares, riches. Riches. Some people are so wealthy that, that they talk with audacity and impudence. With the full bank backing of their bank accounts. Liquid cash, so those days I to work in. The- when these people enter the bank, that's right. You know that they have come. There's one of them. Uh, I don't mention his name, but you doing change and all these. He's, he he looks like a very local man because he does, he can't speak English, but very local. But has the mind for business, so he's done very well. You see him over. <laughs> I remember one day I was going to see a man who was a lawyer and I was supposed to manage him. Manage his like account. As soon as he saw me, started laughing. So, so young man, how much do you have? Can you manage me? Have you seen money before? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Riches can, can that, that is why if you don't develop deep roots. And you start walking in a certain dimension of wealth, you'll be lost. You'll be lost. I tell people already with your five hundred Ghana salaries, you have five girlfriends. Hey. Five. <laughs> the day you start earning hundred thousand CDs. Hey. and they're now about <laughs> no more I know, I know. <laughs> and Torah, I don't care. In that is why it is important to start developing the roots now. Because I believe there are many people here the Lord is going to bless financially. Right? You didn't hear me. I said there are many people here the Lord will be blessing financially. And as he's blessing you, if your roots are not deep, you'll be choked by, your own, by, by the riches. You'll be choked. Hallelujah. And number four, finally, it says good ground. Fifteen 15. But that on the good ground are they which, in an honest and good heart, have heard, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with, talk to me with, with patience. That's the part that excites me. That even the good ground, the fruits are not overnight. The fruits are not instant. It is not uh, the, the, the fruits are they come up with patience. What does patience mean? Long suffering. What does long suffering mean? Suffer long. You t- t- Just turn them around. Long suffering means suffer long. So the ability to endure a thing for long that's patience. That's patience. Abraham, God meets you and He says, God, you know I'll give you a son." Wait, down the son is not coming. So, was it my mind or it was God talking to me? Uh, what's happening? Let me help myself. Just find some Hagar somewhere in the corner, and you give that to an Ishmael. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just small patience, often. Small patience. Small patience. He says, "Bring forth." The fruit with patience, even the good ground. Any place you go to that promises instant results in God cannot be godly. Instant results for everybody, it, it surely cannot be God. Because there are many that would have instant results. There are many that the Lord in his time will do what he will do within time for them. Did you hear what I said? Because if God allows you to have instant results all the time, he would have ceased being God. Because you get everything you want whenever you want it. Like the way you are seated by your husband now. Somebody's prayer, Father, give me this woman's husband. Ah. Then instant results. (laughs) Yeah. And that is why, even on the good ground, it is worked with patience. So over time, you are built up and brought up well. your roots are developed deep. Spend time with the word of God. Spend time on the Word of God. Study the Word. Become a student of the Word of God. Many things they told you in Sunday school are lies. You are still running with them up to today because you haven't read it for yourself. We have been doing a dismantling of a lot of these things. There was a time I used to do that during a teaching, Wednesday teaching service. All the negative or wrong things people have been taught. Maybe one of these days I'll bring it back. Hallelujah. Dig deep into the word of God. How many of you know? Say, how many animals did Noah take to the to the ark? Said they, they took two, two. Go read your Bible. You read Christian books and see cartoons, and every time you see, you see two, two, so your mind. You go and read. You see the answer, I won't tell you. I want you to go and read for yourself. Hallelujah. Who knows the answer? Okay. (laughs) But I've taught it as often. There are many things. You need to study the word for yourself. There are many things I hear people teach and preach, and I laugh because I know they are in error. But you see, no matter what you teach, somebody will shout deep. Even Hitler had supporters. It doesn't make it right. Lift up your right hand your I just want to pray that may God help you develop deep roots in his word. Deep roots in his word. Deep roots in his word. Please lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.